Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling Evolved. I am Tim Kennard, your host, and with me, my co-host, Stephen Davidson. How are you doing this week, Steve? I'm all right. I had a, uh, a tough match on 2K22 yesterday, I'll tell you that. Ah, uh, I had to play it twice, because I, ha- I, I had to meet certain conditions, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you have to achieve you have to do certain things during the match right right mm-hmm. and it was an eight-man tag and i essentially had to do them with all four of my team members oh my goodness and there was some sort of glitch and i was like 30 minutes into this match and then it stopped tallying oh i was so mad and so uh wow. yeah so uh, I restarted the match and had to do it all over again. It's a, it was an eight-man elimination match. And, oh, my uh, goodness. It was tough. It was tough. You know you know how they like to break up those pinfall attempts. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. But I got through it. But uh, I'm still recovering. I didn't play anything today. I got so frustrated. <laughs> so frustrated with video games yesterday. I didn't play a thing today. I just watched the entire season of Netflix's Resident Evil, which was worth it. Yes, I can't wait to check it out. It's um, awesome. It's great. I'm in the opposite spectrum. It's like I didn't get to play video games because I just haven't had the time. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, I get lucky. I get that PS5. I get games for it. <laughs> I've maybe played a sum total of two hours. Yeah. <laughs> total. Yeah. Time. That's the uh, the but, advantage to being a teacher and having a summer break. Yes, yes. Well, at least I've got the PS5, so when my schedule frees up to where I can play it, I've got it. So Yes, you do. Um, but you... <laughs> oh, and I did get to play just a tiny, tiny bit of Hot Wheels Unleashed, which I picked up. Oh. Um, awesome. Oh. So okay. fun. Okay. So fun. Uh, you know, it's more of an arcade racer. You know, it's right. not quite Mario Kart, but it's definitely mm-hmm. not Forza or right. Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. um and it's just fun with loops and jumps and uh, okay. lots of okay. licensed cars like, like, like the hot wheels play sets yeah so it's okay. pretty much like in fact some of the levels it looks like a playset set up in a huge living room that oh, you're that's driving cool. around in that's fun. um and like I, I was uh speaking of a game that we're like really excited for to finally drop physically at the end of this month TMNT Shredder's Revenge, yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I have the Turtles van driving around in Hot Wheels. Oh, that's fun. Because they've got that. They've got like the mystery machine. From oh, Scooby-Doo. that's pretty cool. You're selling me in this game. I have uh, enough games. Stop. I, yeah, they've got, and there's even more. And I just, I don't know what all, but there's tons of licensed vehicles in there too. Batmobile? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I haven't unlocked it yet. Um, okay. But it could very well be in there. <laughs> uh, the 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 car that blew up with Vince McMahon inside. 
Uh, I don't think that was in there, but uh, I think there's a create a, a disaster feature. <laughs> okay, all right. And I tell you what, right. my thought <laughs> when the scandals hit, <laughs> yeah, and he announced himself to be on SmackDown, I was like, is he going to blow himself up again? Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> to go away. Yeah. I would not have been surprised had yeah. Vince done that. They would have brought Paul London oh. back just for that. Yes. Oh, goodness. But you know, let's get into this show. Let's get some math-based wrestling. Uh, get those numbers from this past week. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But then you take my 75% chance of winning. You, you, you don't even, one-on-one, you don't even have a 50 Like, that's all things being equal. And in most cases, that's not going to be the scenario. Yeah. It's not even 50-50 usually when it's one-on-one, Scott. For the love of God. 75% chance of winning. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) this week, in week 38 of math-based wrestling, that's right, the 38th week I've done this, and you all don't appreciate it. I can feel it. 36 matches. It's 15 stardom, 7 AEW, 5 Impact, 4 NXT, 4 WWE, 1 NWA, and 1 NXT UK for a total of 5 hours, 6 minutes, and 41 seconds, drop of 8.1%. The match average, pretty good, 8 minutes, 31 seconds, also a drop of 8.1%. That's crazy. That's the second time that's happened where we've had the same either gain or drop for for both numbers in the same week. That's insane. What are the odds of that? (laughs) Too many, too too many factors (laughs) to easily calculate that. Um, But uh, yeah, very, very unlikely. The shortest match was from, well, last night's impact is Masha Slamovich destroyed Tennille Dashwood in one minute and 14 seconds. Oh my goodness. Not a good night for Tennille. She, she, that was not a match she was looking forward to. Um, But a match that, if you haven't seen it, you should be looking forward to is the longest match of the week. Saya Kamatani successfully defending the Wonder of Stardom Championship against Starlight Kid in 23 minutes and 35 seconds at the Stardom Midsummer Champions pay-per-view. Excellent match there. And that is the longest of the week. And there we go. A complete, even more so than usual, because we're recording later on Thursday than normal. That's uh, com- true. A complete mat based wrestling this week. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I figured when, because I know we're going to get to the stardom stuff eventually, but you stayed up uh, to watch it. I got woke up, up super I got up. early. Yeah, yeah, I got up um, at 3 a.m. Yeah. And you texted me the one thing, which I'm sure we're going to talk about here in a bit. Well, I won't spoil that yet. Um, but I was like, well, I guess the belts didn't change hands because I didn't get any crazy. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But um, there was something crazy that happened. And yes, yeah, yes, we will yeah. talk about that. Um, let's uh, do our weekly update on the <laughs> Sasha Banks, Naomi uh, situation status update. Um, this one mostly focusing on Sasha, although. Naomi has posted some stuff on her, uh, I guess it was Instagram, that people think relates to the WWE. Very cryptic. Um, Pretty cryptic. So I don't know about that. But Sasha, um, and not something she's posted, but something that was posted about her is now she has an appearance at C2E2, I think is what it is. C2E2 in Chicago, one of the biggest cons uh, of the year. And being billed as Mercedes Vernado. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, yeah, first major signing since everything that went down. And she's yeah, not being billed as Sasha. Nope. No reference nope. to WWE. This pretty much confirms that she's gone. Now, Fightful Select also added that in contacting, I guess, about bookings, um, she can take she can't take any, I guess, wrestling related bookings until 20, 2023. Right. Till next year. Um, and I guess non-wrestling related is up till January 1st, you know, and then, you know, and then, then wrestling other. So it does yeah. kind of sound like we're just waiting for official yep. confirmation from WWE. Although, you know, some of the people are speculating, well, you know, beginning of the year, what's the big pay-per-view Royal Rumble. What if all this, and then boom, in the Royal Rumble, she comes back. Which is possible, but I don't think that that's like the plan right now. Like, I don't think there's something Doesn't, going on, especially with not pulling the, the lawyers involved, which right. we know is actually happening. We know the lawyers are actually involved for whatever reason. Um, with the negotiation of this release or whatever's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be a possibility, but I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that is the current idea of what's going to happen as far as WWE or um, Mercedes is involved. Yeah. And I, the, the sense I get is that WWE would like her back, but she's pissed. Yeah. That, and that kind of seems like, you know, they're trying their best to figure out how to make it right, I guess, so to speak, or keep her on the roster. And that's probably why we haven't gotten any kind of official word. They're still hoping to pull a yeah. miracle out. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously they have time. Mm-hmm. If she can't take wrestling related bookings till 23, obviously that means that maybe she had signed an extension and she's contracted through the end of 2022. So or maybe that was part, like. or maybe, you know, if there was a release and she got the release she wanted, maybe that was just part of, part of the uh, negotiation that, okay, we'll yeah. give you the release, but no wrestling elsewhere until next year. Yeah. It's like, we'll give it to you, but instead of the 90 days, we're going to give you a six month one. Cause that would be six months basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, roundabout. Um, so yeah, the saga continues. Yeah, the saga yeah. continues. I almost, I half expected them to announce it over the weekend last weekend after the new revelations of Mr. McMahon came mm-hmm. to light. And I'm like, yeah. well, now they're going to want to deflect. So yeah. why not change the narrative to this other thing that everybody's talking about, which is yeah. Sasha? So yeah, but it didn't happen. He doesn't yeah. deserve that formality you just gave him by the way. Well, that's true. That's yeah. well, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we, I mean, we can't, we can not talk about it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take the high road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail on the other stuff that came out, but um, I mean, I think everybody listening knows. Yeah. But this goes way past a consensual affair that then had money for an NDA after this is, um, sexual favors coercion and coercion and then when they didn't continue people not because it was talent uh not getting contracts renewed yeah. and everything else. this is repercussions where it, yeah this mm-hmm. this cannot be allowed to happen no uh, i don't care how much money he's got or whatever he needs to be removed from yes. the day to day he needs to have nothing to do with the product he can still be an owner, he can still hold stock, 
because they can't really take that away from him legally. Right. Um, but I guess, he needs no yeah. control. The board right. needs to take control completely away from him. Yeah. But yeah. And I don't think he needs to be anywhere near the female talent. Yeah. No. He needs to just be like, you need to go home and just watch it on TV. You don't need to. Yeah. Don't need to come around anymore. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, that soapbox is over. Uh, yeah. Let's We're talk not going to find many people who disagree with us, I don't think. So this is true. Yeah, I hope a, I, there's not going to be a point I, counterpoint at this. <laughs> I hope I hope it's a very sturdy, very sturdy soapbox. Because it's, it's got to hold a lot of people. He's a piece of trash, and that's the hill we're dying on. Um, but let's talk about Liv Morgan, first week as champ. Uh, what'd you think? What do you think of her first week as champ? You know, it's a better start than a lot of others have gotten. That's true. Um, Very true. She, she has won. the. Mm-hmm. She won her first match, uh, the tag match on Raw, which we've already talked about. Yep. Um so that was good. Um, tonight, she faces Natalia in tonight. her first. Uh, well, it's a championship contenders match. Oh, yes. Tonight. Oh, yes. The good thing about that is they've been using it as the main promotion for the show. Yeah. Well, and I, what I think is a really great sign is there are reports coming on. Yes. I know um, where you're going. From their, whatever they call, I think it's like Sunday thunder i don't know i can't remember but it, like whatever they call their house shows on the weekend loop it's saturday night's saturday, main event and sunday showdown i think maybe. showdown something like that i wish um, they wouldn't call them saturday night's main event i think that name is sacred yes. and they should not be using it and you have a an entire division called creative they can come up with a different name yeah heck saturday slam masters copyright <laughs> yeah still <laughs> whatever than, Still than better than Saturday Night's Main Event. No, that, that name is sacred to me. They should not be using it for house shows. I agree. Um, but anyway, on the on the weekend loop, uh, people were saying that the crowds were responding very positively to Liv. She was getting huge pops, biggest one she's had, yep. um, which I think is a tremendous sign. Her merch sales have been doing really good yep. at the shows. They need more so, merch. They need more yeah. merch. I have all the shirts they've they've put out, which... Honestly, isn't that many? It's like three, and I've got them. Yeah. So give me more. We need more. Um, need me more. Yeah. <laughs> Not that guy. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh man. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but yeah, no, extremely positive stuff uh, from Live this week. I think it is a great start. Hopefully, hopefully the powers that be, creative, recognize this. Yeah. And understand that. Because my, our, I think our collectively, our biggest fear is that she's going to be a transitional champion, um, and that she could possibly lose at SummerSlam. Well, that wouldn't make her a transitional champion. That would make her a hotshot champion. You can't transition the belt okay. from one person back to the same person. Well, that's true. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, but you know, a quick win and then relinquish again to only get more heat for the other person who would then right. go into another feud that doesn't involve her right. is what I mean to like to be taken yeah. out of the scene so quickly. The, the, um, the fan response and the merch sales, I, I tweeted about this and I don't know how, cause no one, no major public figure like retweeted me or anything, but I got a lot of likes for this, which is also promising, I guess. Um, I, I, I pointed out, this is what happens when you pull the trigger on someone that the fans genuinely love. 
the fans have been conditioned by WWE to not invest in people who aren't already at the top. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the history right. of people that have gotten over with the fans and then have subsequently been told, well, it wasn't our idea. So we're not running with it. Yes. Rusev. Um, Ryder. Uh, Zach Ryder's the Zach Ryder's the biggest one. Yeah. Zach Ryder. I mean, the, the number of people that get themselves over in a way the fans get behind. And then instead of capitalizing on that, WWE is just like, well, it wasn't our idea. Or McMahon is like, it's not my idea. So it's crap. Right. So then they don't get to, you know, and look at what, Zach, I mean, not, Matt Cardona, formerly Zack Ryder. Look what he's doing now. Best work of his career. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Miro is a beast. And I mean, whether he's being used properly in AEW, that's up for debate. Um, and he was injured for a while. But uh, Sandow, there was an opportunity, I think, completely missed. Yeah. But, you know. But here, they, they seemingly have pulled the trigger on Liv. And yes. now the fans feel more comfortable investing. Because, I think so too. yeah, and that I think that's what's going on. It's not that they love her more now. It's that, oh, they did it. Okay, now we can show, you know, we can spend our money on her because she's not going to go away in, in a week. Um, we can we can cheer loudly. We can make our signs because it seems like they're actually listening. And so that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, we, we were just talking about Vince. We hear that he's still in control of creative, but I'm beginning to wonder just how much control he has right now because yeah, things, are, it, things are changing since this has been going on. And Liv is just one of those things. Yeah. And that's true. Um, I mean, and we don't, we're, you know, we don't have an inside track to behind no, the scenes. So we don't, specu- I'm we're just, just speculating. I, I'm just um, observing. Yeah. And that could be, and like I say, if this is the kind of change we're going to get, the get his ass out of there quicker. <laughs> yeah. Well, between this and and the reports that sometime soon, originally they thought it was going to be this Monday. That's what was reported earlier today. But now they're saying not this Monday, but soon we're going back to TV 14. Yeah. And I don't know. That's a big change too. something that Vince has resisted. So I'm beginning to wonder if maybe Stephanie isn't... Uh, isn't pulling her it isn't using her her yeah using her weight right now throwing her weight around a little bit and uh i'm all for that yeah the tv 14 thing um is very interesting um especially with you look at nxt 2.0 which is tv 14 i think already i honestly don't know i have not paid one bit of attention to that i don't know given the content some of the content they've had it's got to be like i would be very surprised if it's not um just the sexual innuendos alone (laughs) they've put on nxt seems like that's probably the case um trying to appeal to that that younger audience that you know 18 to 35 i think is the demo 49 18 to 49 18 to 49 yeah don't exclude us from the younger demo okay you're right you're right i don't want to i don't want to age myself out of the demo. don't do it um so maybe that's, you know, that's had some influences. Like, I mean, not that the ratings have really reflected that that's helped right. as far as we can tell for NXT 2.0. Um, but maybe that's, you know, well, hey, 
at something Vince didn't want to do, and we've been in a stalemate. So let's do let's take care. Like Bischoff yeah. said during the Monday Night Wars, everything that they did, I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, you know, yeah, they taped them live and all that. So maybe it's that kind of thing. You know, we're going to take the opposite of what Vince was doing and see if it's better. So, and we'll we, we've heard, and I don't know how much truth there is to this, but apparently. It came from one of Ronda Rousey's photographers. Did you see this? No. Um, On one of Ronda Rousey's photographers' social media pages, they said that Ronda herself demanded that Liv beat her for the title. And wow, if that's true, and I don't know how credible that photographer is, but you know, if that's true, then she might not win it back. It's true. And like I said, there is that footage of them kind of, you know, in the backstage area, um, the tunnel, the, after the gorilla, that match. the gorilla, gorilla position. Yeah, just I think it was just out to the side of gorilla because you can see the fans. Oh, I think, out okay. in the stand kind of thing, um, but definitely still kind of part of the backstage where like her and live and like say Sarah Logan was there and somebody else. It might even been Natalia. Um, and they're all just, you know, jumping around with joy for Liv cashing in and, and having that moment. Yeah. Um, and Rhonda seemed to be super proud and happy. So hey, maybe that is true. Maybe she yeah. did want Liv to beat her. And like I say, that would lend more credence to the fact that maybe Liv, Liv is retaining. Yeah. Uh, at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, we'll, which is what we'll I see. hope happens. I want her yeah. to have, uh, I mean, at least give her three, four months. You know, I understand a lot of fish coming back into the sea. Bailey's return, I um, keep hearing, is very imminent. <laughs> it's just, We've heard you know, that for it, six months. Well, true, but like the reports now is like now it's it's not a question of if it's just them waiting for the right moment. Like she's ready yeah. to come back, but it, to have that plan in place, don't bring her back if you don't have an idea of what to do with her. Obviously, um, and we went through that with Alexa and Oscar mm. and everybody else. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited uh, at the positive things in this first week of Liv's run uh, and hope we continue on this trajectory. She can be one of their top stars if they let her. And she gets the the seminal uh, gatekeeper of the women's division, her first <laughs> kind of yeah. singles match after winning the title as Natalia. Big surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it'll be a good match, I think. Yeah. But like I said, you know, a long time ago, I, I, I believed if she hung in there, she'd get it. And also, by the way, going back to Sasha for a second, um, around WrestleMania time, multiple people were saying to me, don't you think Sasha's first WrestleMania win would be better in a big singles match? And I said the same thing to every one of them. Maybe, but let her get the win while she can. And yeah. this sort of thing is exactly why I was thinking that. And I'm glad she got that win. Um, yeah, but, uh, let's talk, uh, let's do a little AEW talk real quick. Um, sure. uh, let's talk about Thunder Rosa. Yeah. And, uh, having a, a match in, in Japan. Yes. Right. Yes. And they aired it on dark and the, I can't remember the name of the opponent. Miyu Yamashita. Yeah. Um, and she took the loss. It was a, a championship contenders match. Yeah. What do they call? They call and it uh, an eliminator, is what they call it. It's the same yes. thing. It's the Just, same thing. They both have their their 
marketing names for number one contenders matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she took the loss. So now, um, yeah. uh, you, is it you, Yamashita? Miyu, Miyu Yamashita. Miyu Yamashita uh, will now get a shot at the AEW women's title. Um, I don't know if they've announced when or if that's next week. I can't remember. Uh, um, that I don't know. But yeah, she's she's coming over from Japan for a, a tour over here. And that's going to be part of it. I, I did not know that. I, I mean, I had seen any results ahead of time. So my jaw kind of hit the floor when Miyu got the three count. Um, and I, it was interesting to have that match on dark. And I... I don't love it. I don't hate it. I, it, I, I don't know what my thoughts are on, on putting, but I don't know where else I'm, you put it. Cause your other shows are kind of live or at least presented as such. So I don't really know where else you would put it. If you're going to air it on AEW TV. I'm glad that we did get it. At least yes. they got, they showed yes. it to us. I thought that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for if, if we can get some more stuff like that. Um, yeah. Especially with what they're planning to do with like Pac and the uh, mid Atlantic title. Yeah, I mean, he defended on the same dart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 the reports that his plan is they want him to take it and defend it in other promotions, which I think is right. great. Yeah, um, I'd love to see Thunder Rosa do something similar, yeah. uh, or whoever the women's champion is. Yeah. Um, While we're talking about me, go ahead. I was gonna say, especially like with Mission Pro, I'd love it if they let Thunder Rosa defend that on a Mission Pro show. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. I don't see why um, not. I mean, they they kind of let them go to different promotions all the time. I don't see why they wouldn't let their champion go to their own promotion. Yeah, yeah. Especially because they ain't going to change hands. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> she's booking it, guys. Yep, I think she's yep. keeping it at her own promotion. Yeah. Um, but you were going to say about Miu. Uh, in addition to Miu Yamashita coming over, coming over for a tour, we have somebody else. I know you are super over. excited about. I am so excited about Jungle Kiona. One of my past favorites from Stardom, who recently left Stardom, is coming coming to America like Eddie Murphy for a tour. And one of her first stops is an hour and a half down the road from me. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't checked today. I don't think tickets are on sale yet. I'm going to check right now while I'm talking because I'm freaking going. And I'm getting VIP and I'm getting front <laughs> row and I'm meeting Jungle Kiona and I'm going to see Jungle Kiona live. It's awesome. I love her so much. And, uh, you know, I just, you never know who you're going to get the chance yeah. to see live. I think and it's what, in September, I believe. September, yeah. It's in September. And then she's going to be, so that's going to be in Raleigh. And then she's coming back to Concord in October. Um, Concord's a little further away. Um, may or may not make it to that one, but uh, definitely will be at that Raleigh show. And it doesn't look like that is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is spectacular. While you're looking at that, I did want to also talk about the <laughs> tremendous backstage segment during Dynamite with Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. Thunderstorm are back there and uh, uh, with um, Shivani. And then they get interrupted by Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. <laughs> and Obviously, we're setting up some kind of tag match here, and um, Britt and Jamie are like, yeah, well, you know, we know how to deal with weather-related problems, especially like a thunderstorm. <laughs> Britt pulls out a giant sandbag, says, we use sandbags, and hands it to her with that wink-wink, nudge-nudge inside yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Ah, hey, 
lost it. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. So and hard. Thunder Rosa is is not the best at promos and at comebacks, and she kind of threw a, a, a very mid comeback at best out there at the end. Uh, I don't think it quite punctuated the segment like she thought it did. Um, I think she should have just let that one go, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was tremendous. That was I that I got tickled so much by that. And obviously, you know, good on them for sitting there taking something that the internet was like, and saying, hey, we're making fun of this. It obviously yeah. doesn't mean as much as you think it did. <laughs> right. Right. So I thought that was awesome. Um, also, uh, on Dynamite, I, I want to just say this fantastic match between Serena Deeb and Anna Jay. Anna it was Jay, a good match. It was Anna Jay's who, best match that I've seen. Yes, who they keep saying is a rookie. She's not a rookie anymore. She's been there for like three years. Yeah. Um, but the much like Ty Conti's development, Anna Jay has seemingly gotten better every time I see her uh, in the ring. Her development uh, trajectory has been very good. And I thought, and she took the loss, which I really wish she would have won. I found myself rooting for her. Yeah, I was definitely rooting for her to pick it up, pick up the victory. Um, but Serena Deeb did win with the Serenity Lock in, in the end. And um, she kind of no sold the Queen Slayer, too. She sold it while she was in the hold, but once she broke as soon out, as it of was it, released. Yeah, it was like it never happened. Nothing. Um, but then backstage, uh, because she kept the Serenity Lock on, and then um, um, Mercedes Martinez comes down right. and makes the save. They're setting up because they had that split between her and Serena. So, you know, they're going to have a match for the ROH women's title yeah. at some point. The ROH and um, <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Elsa. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> this is not a musical. Just let it go. <laughs> I love that part of Zootopia. Anyway, um, uh, so they're setting that up. But then backstage, Anna's with like, you know, the medical and trainers and everything. And then Ty Conti comes in and, you know, kind of talks about it and kind of see me like, hey, come over to the dark side, you know, come, come be a bad guy with me. (laughs) Yeah. She's sitting there slamming Ruby Soho's hands in a, in a vehicle previous week and all this stuff. Yep. Yep. So we'll see where that goes. Hopefully they don't do that. I'd rather have a program between Anna and Ty. Um, because they've been kind of running buddies for a while, and I know they train right. together, so they probably have a damn good match. Yeah, probably, as that tends to be. They um, might surprise people. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll get that. But just wanted to call that out. But uh, yeah, let's talk about that stardom stuff. Let's let's talk about that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, um, to to quickly address what we've already talked about. No, no, neither of the, the big titles changed. So um, Starlight did come up short in her efforts against Saya Kamatani, but man, that was, it was a hell of a match. And again, uh, Saya keeps impressing me now. She's definitely come a long way from, from two years ago when I first started watching and even from a year ago. Uh, so kudos to her and Starlight was right there as well. I mean, we know how good Starlight is. So excellent match. Didn't turn out the way I wanted, but I mean, it's hard to be too upset about it because the match was just that good. And uh, Momo also came up short against uh, Shuri, which, again, we kind of expected, but there was a chance. Um, 
interesting story told here. There were there were moments where I thought Momo might have it. Um, so it was a it was a, also an excellent match. Uh, Momo tried to use the wrench. Remember, she uh, put Azumi out for a while by putting the wrench in her kick pad and then punting her. Um, yeah. Well, she she did the same to Shuri, who then kicked out, which made no sense. Um, you know, it puts Azumi on the shelf for a month, but Shuri's not even down for three seconds. Are you kidding me? Uh, but no then, selling, <laughs> right? Um, but then she gets uh, Momo in a leg submission hold, and because the wrench was in the kick pad, it increased the pressure on the hold, which I found was interesting and caused Momo to tap out at around the twenty minute mark. Um, which mm-hmm. is fine; she's a heel. I'm okay with the tap out loss. Whatever. Um, great match from Momo. She's reminding people and Shuri, but Momo specifically reminding people that she still belongs. In the main event scene. Mm-hmm. It's just not her time right now because they're just pushing Shuri to the moon. Uh, something happened after that, but I'll get back to that. We had the, uh, well, it was going to be six on six. I guess Tekla not quite medically cleared to come back yet. So she was uh-huh. there, but they paired the match down to five on five. Uh, Cosmic Angels versus Donna Domondo elimination match. Um, this was excellent. And uh, it came down to Tom by herself against uh, Natsupoi and Julia is what it came down to. And in don't forget, in these elimination matches in stardom, uh, you can be eliminated by going over the top rope and to the floor. So right. that, that's just always, that's the rule of any elimination match. And so um, they had all three gone over the top and were on the apron. And uh, Julia was holding Tom and Natsupoi reared up to deliver a super kick to Tom. Tom ducks. Natsupoi pulls up short. She stops from kicking Julia and then thinks twice and follows through with the kick and super kicks Julia down to the floor. Down to the floor. Julia's out. Natsupoi looks at Tom, eliminates herself. Tom Nakano's the only survivor. I, <laughs> my jaw dropped here too. And it, I was so shocked that it took me probably a full second to even understand that what I saw actually happened. And I wasn't just tired from getting up at three in the morning and hallucinating things. <laughs> so, but this story, this is what stardom does better than anybody else. I mean, maybe there may be more than one thing, but this is what stands out to me the most. Um, the wrestling is great, but you can get great wrestling in WWE and AEW and Impact. Uh, maybe not quite as often, but you still do. But the storytelling here is unmatched anywhere else because it's so believable. What this was, I mean, you know, we talked about the story, the history between Tom and Natsupoy. And that they were friends before and they fell apart. And, and so now, you know, they had those two, my two favorite matches of the year, just a couple of weeks ago. And so this was the, the, the one to settle it. And so really what this came down, this was not a heel turn. This was not the point, yes, turning on Donna Domondo. She did not turn heel. Because like angels, they're not heels. If you remember, number one, not that long ago, Donna Domondo talked my Sakurai into ditching cosmic uh-huh. angels 
Mm-hmm. And so there's that element to it. And so this is a little bit of payback for that. But this is also Natsupoy having to choose between two people that she cares about and making that difficult choice. Um, and you could see it in, the, in, in their faces. Uh, obviously, Tom was happy, but Natsupoy was torn even after she she followed through. She was crying uh tecla didn't even say anything she just walked up to her crying and then walked away uh donna domando were all upset uh this it didn't again it didn't play out like over the top melodramatic professional wrestling it played out like a real scene between real people that's how it played out and i love that i love that about stardom that they don't overdo it um except for the Grim Reaper thing, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, (laughs) uh, Usually they don't overdo it. Um, Here they didn't overdo it. And I I could feel it. Like Natsupoy, just since he's been doing this stuff with Tom, has just shot way up in in my book. And I, I can see her now as not only a great wrestler, but a great performer and a great actor. I mean, she left not too long ago for about a month to do a stage play. And now I get it. Like she can Ah. act uh and i'm i'm just so impressed um and she she sold it like i believed it you know i i've been there having to choose between two people that you love um Mm -hmm. and it's it's extremely difficult and you know it's a choice it's a choice i make every day every day i make that choice when i wake up and i i feel like she's been there that's I feel like she's been there and she really put that into this performance and it was it was just remarkable so excellent excellent stuff and that was the highlight of the show for me um, because number one I didn't see it coming I don't think anybody saw it coming and it was just so exquisitely executed that uh, uh, it trumped the excellent matches. By the way, great match also in Azumi defending her high-speed title against Momokogo. I think it was Momokogo's best match. Um, ah. She presented herself a little more seriously than she usually does. And uh, I think it was a bit of a coming out party for Momokogo. So I wanted to mention that too. So like the awesome. top four matches were all great. I mean, the others were fine, but the top four, fantastic. Two things. Um, One, that's awesome. Two, you make that choice when you wake up every day. So who's this other person you do a wrestling podcast with? Why am I jealous? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I don't know, because she's better looking than you. Hey, <laughs> how, how come I haven't heard this podcast? Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> listens to either of my podcasts, Tim, <laughs> including you. Um, <laughs> um, so I said I was going to come back to it after Shuri defeated Momo who comes out to challenge but Tom Nakano Tom is Shuri's next challenger uh, oh. this is going to happen the day I leave for London oh. <laughs> uh, it may be a pay-per-view if it's a pay-per-view I can actually watch it before I leave because they'll be done with right. it by the time I wake up in the morning I don't have to uh, I don't fly until 7.30 at night so Oh so, yeah, you have plenty of time. Yeah, I'll be able to watch it if it's if it's pay per view. But if it's one of those things where it's being posted to uh, start on world, then obviously not. Um, but the night before that, on on July twenty third, we have a very unique show coming from Stardom. Um, it's called, 
And I want to make sure I get this right. Stardom in Showcase, Volume 1. This is interesting. What this is, is basically it's a show of gimmick matches, which is not something we really get from Yeah. Stardom. Well, I mean, we've talked about, you know, they do their cage matches. They like the first right. ever cage matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a ladder match, what, a year ago? Yeah. Uh, no, December. December. December, not quite a year. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And so uh, here's what we have so far, unless they've added more that I've missed. We've got uh, from God's Eye, Shuri and Mirai taking on prominences Akane Fujita and Kurumi Hiragi in an I Quit match. We've got um, Mai Sakurai and Julia taking on, also from prominence, Suzu Suzuki and Risa Sarah in a hardcore match. So seeing Julia in a hardcore match, that should be interesting. We've got a four-way Tom Nakano, Kaguma, Azumi, and Momo Watanabe in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Don't know if that's first fall or elimination. Here's something interesting. Remember the, uh, I just mentioned the Grim Reaper that choked Saya and uh, Orasi out backstage? Well, we've got a match. We've got the Grim Reaper against Saya Kamatani against who I can only be wondering, who I can only assume is wondering, what the F did I do to get involved in this Starlight Kid in a coffin match? For sure, I thought you were about to say Rossi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, it's a coffin match. So Starlight Kid versus the Mysterious Grim Reaper versus Saya Kamatani in a coffin match. And, okay, and I don't so, know why Starlight, because she just challenged for the white belt against Saya. I have no idea, but Starlight's probably wondering the same thing. Like, what did I do? Oh, they do this little video weird segment before the, the pay-per-view, right? It was before the yes, pay-per-view. Yes, yes, And they've done it, I think, just to set up so they could have a casket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i don't know what to expect now, that's only four matches so i know there'll be more than that so i don't know what else we'll end up getting uh but this is even better be... please let the grim reaper be rossi yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would that have worked um i i'm very intrigued by this i don't know if it's going to be on paper i hope not i hope it's not on pay-per-view or maybe if it'll be a youtube show but now they're saying they have three brands they have the main stardom brand they have the stardom new blood brand and they had the stardom in showcase brand Hmm. with all within stardom so it's you know it seems like the new blood's always on youtube when they do a a new blood show so i don't know how they're going to present the stardom and showcase but i certainly hope there's a way for me to see it before i fly out to london because i don't think i'm going to be able to watch one damn thing while i'm in london due to the between the time change the fact that i don't true. know when or where anything's on well, and that's true. and also a lot of nights i'm like going to the theater i won't even be there it's not like i can dvr at my hotel so yeah, and like Raw's on at like 6 a.m. or something like that. <laughs> uh, they're five hours ahead of us on the East Coast. So it would, I mean, it would be happening at 1 a.m. over there. Ah. They're, wait, they're, yeah, yeah, at 1 a.m. over there. But I mean, is that when they show it? Or would they oh, wait till the next night? No, it does. Because with the guys on What Culture that are listening, they talk about having to stay up super late 
to okay. watch it or get up super early to watch it on DVR. So I think it does air live. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, but yeah, just but the, the, the fact that I'm not going to sleep at all the night before, <laughs> I'm probably not making it to 3 a.m. at night. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I doubt I'll get to watch much of anything. I'm going to have to catch up on everything when I get back, including SummerSlam. Yeah. <sighs> so no uh, spoilers. Don't anybody talk to me about wrestling at all while I'm in London. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you periodic just off-the-wall texts. <laughs> like, Kevin Nash came back, won a battle royal. <laughs> He's taking on Flair in his last match. <laughs> Snapped his quad. <laughs> Matt Bourne's back. Doink is running wild. Matt Bourne died. I know. That would be crazy, right? Oh, all right. <laughs> like I said, like off the you, wall stuff, man. Like how you <laughs> rolled with that. All right. Um. <laughs> so good stuff from stardom and some really yes. interesting stuff coming up. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. I'm, I'm really intrigued by the showcase stuff. Yes. Yes. Who could you imagine... The Grim Reaper takes off the hood and it's Io Shirai. Oh, that would Who, be interesting. Not, not to jump back to WWE, but because she did, you know, work for stardom. Right. And could possibly be going back. We don't know. We've heard that basically because there was, you know, talk about how we haven't seen her, what's going on. She was injured, but no, not no real talk about her. And apparently, now again, take this with a grain of salt because it does come from PW Insider. Uh, no, it came <laughs> or, from Meltzer. Or Meltzer, not PW Insider, Meltzer. Um, and uh that she has one foot out the door. Like she's yeah, and then thinking that she's gone. So. And then she tweeted with just the word rumors and then the vomiting emoji. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I who yeah, knows? We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Um I just want her back on my TV. I love you. If she leaves, I want her to go to stardom. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Kyrie re- reuniting in stardom. And Mayu. And my yeah. Ooh. Yeah. The three of them were were a team. Yeah. It would be crazy. Um, but let's get to our uh our main course, our main events. Uh, we gotta talk about some NXT two point. Oh my um because we had our championship match mandy rose defending against the breakout tournament winner kind of cashing in that opportunity roxanne perez we opened the show with her having been attacked outside roxanne 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 having yeah pronouns pal uh uh her getting attacked outside roxanne perez um and you've got medical staff there. You've got uh, Corey Jade, you know, kind of see what's going on. And then it was kind of throughout the night, a whodunit, asking people if they knew anything. Were they the person? Um, people say, oh, it's obviously, you know, toxic attraction because Mandy said you won't even make it to next I week. Thought, I thought Rikishi did it for The Rock. Yeah, right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> did it for The Rock, brother. <laughs> um God, still one of the worst reveals ever <laughs> ah! anyway um but yeah so throughout the night didn't know what was going on we get to the main event and right before that they interview nikita lyons and they ask her because and she even she even missed yeah i would be probably the one with the most to gain uh 
because uh, seemingly she is like next in the pecking order for a chance at the title, it seems like. Um, but she said, no, but hey, if, if Mandy needs an opponent tonight, I'll be there. So then, you know, people are like, okay, what's going to happen? What, what are we doing? And then we get there, Mandy comes out. Says, Obviously, she can't wrestle, uh, being Roxanne Perez. But then Cora Jade comes out and says, well, if, 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 if Roxanne can't go, I'll happily step in and take that title from you. Uh, but then Roxanne's music hits, feel good. She's got the ribs taped up. She comes out. Cora Jade's like, no, you're too hurt. Don't, you know, don't do this. She's like, no, I want to go. She's like, well, fine, get in there and kick that ass, you know, just do it. And we get a match that, like, I didn't know how it was going to go for a second. It was so one-sided in the beginning. They really played into the, the injured ribs and her being attacked because Mandy just dominated her yeah. for 75% of this match. She just completely owned her. Which made um, sense in the story. Well, yeah, storyline, it was great. And it yeah. was awesome to see uh, Roxanne showing that side, you know, that she can do that, yep. milk that injury and portray that and be believable and everything. I thought that was great. Uh, but then she gets the upper hand. Um, Who? Even hits, what is, what's her finisher called? The uh, Pop Rocks. Or, or, Pop Rocks. Again, we're talking about Roxanne. Yes. Roxanne. Uh, uh, Pop Rocks, which is the uh, Sunset Flip Bomb. Uh, yeah. The Sunset Flip Bomb. And she hits it on the outside. And then Cora Jade's like, you got to get her back inside, you know, to, to get the win. She's got to be inside. So she gets her rolled in. And then as Roxanne is getting back in the ring, Cora Jade hits her with the tag team title, allowing Mandy to hit that knee like a v-trigger type thing mm-hmm. <laughs> on her get the pin retain the championship then all kids if you're in theater if you're in a movie whatever always check your props before you go stay yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that kind of took me out of it she went to swing the skateboard and it kind of crumbled before she could yeah i understand why they do it but i mean hey it happens whatever it does i felt bad for her um but you know she attacks her says you know i brought you here i brought you here and we get this turn so tag team champions for less than a week and they're already split that was Um, a week uh okay a week tag team champions for a week (laughs) um and, well, yes, it's technically more than a week because they were the opening segment last That's week. right. See? <laughs> You're selling them short. Selling them a couple, uh, about an hour and a half short. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, my thoughts are, they, I mean, there are a number of different ways they could have gone here. Um, I think what I, the story I would have liked the most would have seen Cora step in and actually win the title and then kind of build to something with Roxanne. Um, the way they did it, I have no problems with. I don't think this was the, 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 the gut reaction from most of the people online is that they hate the tag team title. And this was something they did last second. And I don't think either of those things is true. 
Um, we've seen them treat the tag team titles very well in NXT since they've had them. And I think this was a way to tell an unpredictable story because them winning the tag titles last week made this turn this week less predictable and quite frankly, more interesting because now we're wondering what's going to happen with those tag titles. Um, Now I do think it was predictable throughout this week's show. But well, leading I, as soon as the they show, had the attack segment in yeah, the beginning, I was like, right. Cora Jade's the one that attacked, uh, attacked her. I, I, yeah. That I saw coming from this week. Just from, from this week, right. But leading yeah. into it, definitely not. No, I wouldn't. No. Um, looking back, they, they were way too enthusiastic about being best buddies and tag team partners. And they were just way too over the top with it, which... Now, looking back, does kind of ring as phony. And so I think they had this in mind for, I don't know how long, but certainly for more than a week. I think this was the plan. And no, I agree. Yeah. I think it was. I think this is what they intended to happen. I don't think yeah. this was a, a shock decision like right. or a last minute change. Right. I think this is what they planned on doing. What I don't like about it and how i would have done it is i would have had roxanne win against all those odds and then the attack would have come after setting up the program between cora and roxanne after i think think this goes back to what i was saying last week um if you listen to the crowd number one they suck uh, yeah, I, I wish they would get away from full sale because the full sale crowd sucks. Well, um, it's the same people. It's the same people. All the time, pretty much. They they don't cheer and boo based on talent. They cheer and boo based on who they think has has uh, what's the uh what's the phrase they use? Um paid their dues. That's it. Oh. Um they they were booing Cora Jade. As she was coming to the ring, they boo um, Cameron Grimes. Um, these are good talents that work hard and deserve the spots that they have. Um, two weeks prior, they were cheering Cameron Grimes to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> you know he was yeah. one of their favorites, and then right, yeah. On and as dime, soon as no, yeah, as soon as he makes it to the main event scene, they boo. Um, mm-hmm. So that sucks. But I think they would have done the same to Roxanne, as I was saying last week. That was my fear in her winning the title. And the, the only hesitant, the only thing that made me hesitant about her winning was, oh, the, the crowd might turn on her if they do that. And I think WWE slash NXT is probably aware of that and is probably why they didn't pull the trigger on that quite yet. Yeah, might have been the way to protect her. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the people online who have said that they hate the tag team titles because they have treated them very well yeah but if you look at the landscape currently in nxt especially now that cora jade and roxanne are going to be splitting up so those belts aren't going to stick with them very long i guess i don't know what we're going to do with them at this point but you only have two other tag teams really well, I guess three. You can count Valentina, Faraz, and um, yeah, Faraz, Faraz, and, and uh, Ulyssa Leon. Yeah, yeah. Them, and then of course, uh, Caden and Katana. Yeah, and uh, Toxic Attraction. 
Right. So you're not rife with tag teams. Not that they ever have been more than about three or four yeah. at one time. And they could always bring up some newbies. And uh, they could put yeah. Tatum, Tatum Paxley, who got mm-hmm. a big win. Yeah, over, huge over win for Indy her. Indy that was and awesome. I'm, I'm glad Indy's okay, too, because she slipped off that springboard, and that could have been really bad. Yeah. So I'm glad um, she's okay. Hated that for her, too, to be at the that finished, for her to get that, be you know, booked to get that win. Yeah. And then, uh to slip but still it happens it's part of the it's part of the dance yeah Um, Uh, tatum paxley beat caden carter by the way for those who didn't see it yeah yes um so yeah interesting stuff i i yeah i i I do think obviously the tag team women's tag team belts in nxc are kind of being put to the back burner for now um i I think it's as far as i know say that well, it's yeah, been, I'd say it's it kind of, hasn't we, don't been, we don't know if they'll yeah. be relinquished or it hasn't if, been a week yet. Yeah. You know, they'll defend it and we get to see them in fight, you know, in the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very odd. I don't know what they're going to do with that. So it's very interesting. But yeah, I just, I I would have liked to see it the other way. And I, I do think it did arrive a little quicker than I would have liked mm-hmm. the turn. Um. Although, like I say, other than the way that they kind of hit us over the head with it from the beginning of the show, knowing what was probably going to happen, mm-hmm. I would have liked a little more mystery for maybe another week or two before the turn happened. You know? Yeah. There are other ways that that yeah. you know, it could have gone that would have been good. Uh, and I'm not saying this is the best thing they could have done, but I don't think it's yeah. bad either. And, you know, in, in the same way that maybe they were protecting Roxanne from, from backlash, uh, they might've been protecting Cora too, because she has been getting that backlash and it might be kind of a rock thing where if they're going to boo her, let's just go ahead and turn her anyway. Yeah. Um, and I can definitely, I, I'm, I'm interested to see her as a heel to see yeah. where we go with this and how she portrays that um, outside of the attack. Um, like her first promo and the, you know, I'm interested to see that. Uh, but I would assume now, obviously Cora and Roxanne are going to have their deal and that's going to go for a little while, several weeks, I would assume. Nikita Leon or Lions is going to be the one that takes the belt off of Mandy. We, we have, well, I think she'll be the next challenger. I don't know if she'll take the belt. We have, um, a 20 woman battle Royal this week to determine her next challenger, Mandy's next challenger. Uh, and I, I presume Nikita will win that. That's my guess, but it mm-hmm. also seems really obvious. So maybe they'll go in a different direction. Um, yeah. But still I'm, I'm betting Nikita Lyons wins that. Will she win the title? Nah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I, I do expect her to be the next, the next, cha- I mean, we've got Alba fire in there too. True. Um but we have her kind of entangled with Lash Legend at the moment. Not that right. they can't. Well, I mean, away I mean, as that. a as a possible next champion, even if it's not the next challenger. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, so yeah, interesting stuff. Um, like I, I say, I, didn't absolutely hate it, but didn't love it either. Uh, just yeah. the way that I'm, it was portrayed this week. I as I told somebody else, I'm in wait and see mode. That that's right. It's I, hard I to make a, a a straight judgment right now yeah let's let's let it play out and then let's decide how it was rather than just assuming we know 
what's going to happen and judging it ahead of time like these people who uh you know review bombed resident evil <laughs> so one that's the one thing i hate about the uh, the the sites that allow you know they've got critic scores and they've got audience scores yeah is the fact that review bombing happens right why why are they even open to re- to audience reviews before they drop that makes no sense to me yeah it's like that's the thing that really confuses me is like how can you review something if it's not available to consume right yeah um that's a problem hmm. yeah um but, but anyway <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm also frustrated with the people who got joy out of the skateboard incident and who were laughing yeah. about it and laughing at Cora, like up your asses, every one of you, like what, what if, what if you, what if something went bad for you at your job and someone started laughing at you and you were embarrassed and you felt like you let people down. And I'm not saying she felt that way, but I'm just, let's take it the worst case scenario. Let's say you, you felt that way and people started laughing at you like, God, Shove it up your asses. Yeah. Straight I up. That. I hate that stuff. I hate it. I hate people laughing at performers when things don't go well. I don't laugh at anybody, but even if I don't like them, I don't take joy in something not going well for them. Just grow up. Laugh at comedies, laugh at comedians. Yes. <laughs> laugh where you're supposed to. Laugh with uh, people, not at people. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, again, wait and see mode. Um, again, I'm still, I'm still disappointed that Roxanne wasn't like the youngest NXT women's champion. Ever. <laughs> no, she still could be, she still could be the next one to, she could be the one to be. That's Andy. true. It's just not, That's not true. today. So we've got several options for the, the one to dethrone Mandy. So it could still be her. I'm not writing her off. Good point. Um, yeah, well, that is our main course. Um, let's hit our. Uh, give him a hand awards for the week, May Young. Thank you so much. And a weird sound coming through for some reason. What was I that? that? I noticed that too. It was it's, it's like it's one of the computer sounds, just a random computer sound. I don't know why. Just for no reason, for the first time now, after we've been recording for so long, now this weird sound starts popping up. Maybe Whatever. next time it'll be Billy Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> don't you do it <laughs> i want to i want to prime day is officially over no <laughs> um but yeah let's uh what was your favorite uh match uh it has to be saya kamatani and starlight kit it was excellent it had me going i didn't know who was going to win uh and what i really loved is uh it came down saya was going up for her for her phoenix splash finisher and the match had been going and going and going. And I, the thought I had in my head was if she hits it, she wins. If she misses it, Starlight wins. And it all came down to that moment. And she hit it and she won. And I love that they built around getting to the finisher, not kicking out of a bunch of finishers. And more people need to do that in their matches so that the finishers mean more. And so that, that was excellent. And it was a fantastic match. Check it out. Excellent. Uh, I am woefully behind on stuff that I've seen, so I only have a few things to pull from. So my favorite match that I got to see this week, um, I'm probably going to give it to Serena Deeb and Anna Jay. Okay. Uh, I just, I really enjoyed that match. I like, um, again, the progression that's happening with Anna Jay. I think 
She has a lot of potential. And I love Serena Deeb. I like her being the AEW women's gatekeeper. Um, just because I think behind the scenes, she's helping them tremendously as that person that can help guide them. A lot of the younger talent, which I think is great. And uh, I'd like to see her beat Mercedes and become the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Yeah. I think Serena yeah. Deeb needs some gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a couple. Go, all right, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, uh, a couple other matches I just want to point out. The the Bianca Carmella match was way better than that crowd was giving it credit for. I love the counter. That counter was awesome out of the KOD when Carmella yeah. did the face buster. That was yeah. amazing. That was a great... I think that was Carmella's second best match behind the, the, the Rumble match with Sasha. Um, mm. th- that match was excellent. Bianca and Carmella yeah, no, was, was excellent. really good. And uh, on last night's Impact, Mickey James and... and um, Chelsea Green had another excellent match as well. Um, so those two were, were not far behind. They were both great matches. So if you didn't see either one of those, go out of your way to check those out as well. I haven't seen the Mickey and um, Chelsea one yet, but I definitely will be checking that one out. Yeah, it's great. Um, all right. How about uh, who, who do you think was your big standout from the week? The wrestler, wrestler of the week for me. I'm giving it to Miyu Yamashita. Hey, kudos to her for uh, for uh, beating a, a near unbeatable champion right now in Thunder Rosa. We don't see Thunder Rosa take many losses. That's for sure. No matter where she is. And mm-hmm. so um, great opportunity for me. Yamashita. She's going to come over here to the States and I think she's going to make an impression. Excellent. Excellent. I am going to give my wrestler of the week. Mm. Oh, I don't know. So tough. Because again, it's mostly because I haven't gotten to see a lot of stuff this week. Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Tatum Paxley. Ah, okay. Getting, Her first, getting, first getting big that win. victory, first big win. Um, I think she's got a lot of good potential. Uh, mm-hmm. and and I like Tatum a lot. So I'm gonna give it to her. Good right. standout win for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was something you loved? Uh, that whole booking of the of the Natsupoi turn. For sure. I figured, yeah. All that. of that was just, it was gold. You could even see it when she didn't kick Julia. And then you could see her decide, you know what? If I'm going to do it, this is the best chance. And she just, she took that opportunity to do it. Um, almost like, not almost like, like you, you could tell it wasn't her plan from the beginning of the match. She decided in the moment to make that decision. And it was just the kind of subtle layered storytelling you don't get in professional wrestling, but you get it here. And I loved it. Excellent. Excellent. That's something I didn't love this week. How you going to do my girl, Julia like that? Not to boy. I feel so betrayed. <laughs> you know what? At some point, I think we're going to get an excellent singles match or two out of it though. That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. I'm yeah. all the way there for that. Um, Something I loved this week. Um, I mean, I already mentioned the the segment on Dynamite with the sandbag, which tickled yeah. me something funny. Um, outside, of, okay, just because of how ridiculous it is, I really loved Becky Lynch cutting her promo on top of the announce desk. Oh, yeah. Mostly it's because there's no other way, except for professional wrestling, there is no other aspect in life where this would work. Right. <laughs> I true. can't go into work, get on the counter <laughs> and be like, 
listen here. <laughs> you could do it if you're you on Impractical Jokers. Yeah, it's like, come on. Um, I thought that was fun. Um, I, I still fear that we're going to get the SummerSlam and she's going to beat Bianca and we're not going to get a follow through on what they should do with her character. Yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe if other people are, are in charge behind the scenes, maybe we will. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it but feels I did like, like things are promo. shifting. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the promo on top of the announce desk. <laughs> that was yeah. fun for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's our show. Um, still went long, even though we were trying to keep it short, but that's okay. Yeah. It wasn't um, that bad. But not yeah. too long. Yeah. Not too long. Uh, but hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully at our normal time, um, because of some stuff that happened outside of the show, mostly with my work today. It could throw wrenches in the thing. Plus, Steve's getting ready to go out of town for a while here yeah, soon. For essentially two weeks. For two weeks. So we'll yeah. be uh, figuring out what we're going to do so, uh, in his in, absence, what, in we'll, case, what shows we'll be recording. And in case I'm not back, I think I will be, but in case you don't hear from me again, when I get back from London, I'm then going to Knoxville, where I will be meeting Brett the Hitman Hart yes. for the second time, The Godfather yeah rakishi i did it for the rock brother jerry the king lawler please and just announced ricky steamboat's gonna be there as well um oh ricky steamboat yeah hell yeah so uh, now some of them i've met before um and some of them i have reason to meet again like i've got that championship belt the replica belt i want brett to sign that's the whole reason i'm going um And I have an idea for Jerry Lawler, too, even though I've met him before. I don't really have an idea for Steamboat. I don't know if I wanted to spend money for the sake of meeting him for a second time, but I don't know. We'll see. Awesome. Well, enjoy that for sure. Um, but yeah, we'll be figuring out what we're going to be doing for those uh, two weeks that you were out of town. Try we're gonna, If we can, we're going to try and get some bonus episodes recorded. Right now, it's um, hard to get our regular episodes recorded. Yeah, right now, who knows what's going to happen? It may just be a two-week hiatus. It'll be our summer break, we'll say, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, or it might just be me hopping on for 15 minutes to talk nonsense wrestling without Steven to, uh, uh, you know, guide my leash. You? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no counterpoint of view. It's me, just Oh, God. Me. <laughs> I might even skip anyway. listening to those shows. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> don't have to be an ass. <laughs> no, I don't have to be. I choose to be. He chooses to be. <laughs> He's an ass man. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. It's not a Billy Ocean song. <laughs> we will talk to you next week right here on Positively Wrestling. Take us out, Steve. Matane. <laughs>